All righty. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am stoked to have you guys online today. Um, we have a killer guest. I'm going to actually have a full-on series with this guy because I don't think that I can have a, a, and put all of the value in one podcast. Um, with that being said, this is the guy for paid ads, online marketing. I, I, I'm telling you right now, he is an industry leader, and I can't wait to introduce him. Donnie Doquisa, what's happening, bro? Hey, I appreciate the intro. That's probably the nicest thing you've ever said about me. So. <laughs> appreciate you having uh, having me on here, man. And I'm just stoked to be here and stoked to add some value to you and your audience. Bro, let's do it. So I, I want to get right into it because I want to keep this pretty short. I want to be able to have someone driving in their car, going to the office, and being able to implement some of this stuff right away, right? Absolutely. So with that being said, today's topic is... How to develop a lead generation process, not just a lead generation uh, 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 tool. I want a lead generation process and system, right? Um, exactly. So, so what does that what does that even entail? Yeah, so great question. I mean, if you look at the industry these days, a lot of people know that marketing is becoming a strong tool that you need to implement into your business. Um, it doesn't matter what stage you're in. A lot of people are just getting lucky these days with just kind of stumbling into a, a highly rev, a high revenue generating um, system. But the, the more detailed you can be in this process, the less guesswork you're going to have in terms of where my next customer is going to be, where the next sale is going to be, when's the next time I'm going to sell a house. Um, and so that's the first thing I want to talk to you guys about today. And um, hopefully if you're driving to work or or if you're just listening to this in a, in a few minutes of spare time, you guys will be able to pull some value out of what I'm going to share with you guys. So so you you've told me that there's there's really three three steps, I guess, to accomplish this um, um, developing a lead generation process. One of them being define who your customer is. Yep. The second one being develop Facebook, Google ad campaigns that target your customer. Exactly. And then the third one being develop follow-up systems with email retargeting campaigns. Yep. Okay, so let's dive into number one here. Let's dive into define who your customer is. How are you defining that? How are you figuring that out? Yeah, great question. So the first thing you want to do when you're trying to define who your customer is, is look at the market, look at where there's gaps in the market, and figure out what niche you can really dive into. So if you know you want to target low-income families to offer them solutions that other people aren't offering to them, figure out how to speak directly to that customer. If you know you want to target million-dollar homes or more, figure out how you can speak directly to that customer. So you want to figure out what income what income uh, they're bringing in, um, what location uh, they're located at. Because you'll because the, the bottom line is you'll be able to geo-target and geofence and specifically show your ads to a more targeted niche, will, which will bring out a better ROI for you. So, in, so. So with with Facebook and, and and Google, I know that there's been a bunch of um, updates on ads and things like that, where you can't target certain types of people with certain incomes or certain radiuses and things like that. So how do you get around that? Are you? I know we've talked about it before, where you're looking at X Y Z, um, you're looking at certain interests that they have and things like that. But how do you get around that when you're throwing when you're putting up ads? Uh, another gold value question right there. So. Facebook and Google, more specifically Facebook, uh, has given you more limited uh, restrictions in terms of how you can target your audience. So, for example, that you just brought up, um, they don't let you specifically target income. Yeah. But, you know, if someone has a high income, they're probably going to be interested in Gucci 
or these luxury brands yep. or luxury car brands. So there's these little workarounds you're able, you're able to target people's interests, even though you can't target their income. So uh, okay. they made it a little bit harder for you. But if you just use a little bit of brain power, you're able to, to creatively figure out how to target these interests. Yeah. Um, what's really cool is, is just, just to put this in perspective, Donnie um, puts, uh, puts together ads for our company and he crushes it. And for instance, when we're selling the luxury real estate, he's going on LinkedIn and targeting uh, people in uh, C-level executives and things like that. So that's what you're really talking about, finding where those people are and where they spend their time and then throwing ads at that versus, um, quote unquote, income and so, so on and so forth. Yeah. And so that that's how you go from step one, which is defining your customer into step two, building the campaign. So, so. so I want to go back to defining customer before we go before we go to, to step two. We talked about kind of figuring out what they like and things like that. Are there any other steps in there that we want to touch base on? Income, interest, age, location. Those four main concepts will pretty much get you detailed down to who your target customer is. Okay, cool. So now we figured out our target customer. We figured out, hey, you know what? We want to go after uh, $10 million listings. Okay, now how am I going to build those campaigns out? Like, what do I do? So this is where if you don't spend hours upon hours into this specific part of this formula, it's just going to be best to outsource. Okay. Because this is where the detailed nitty gritty work comes into digital marketing. But when it comes to Facebook and Google, there's really three columns that you build out. It's super simple. I'll break it down to mathematics for a toddler right now. So there's three columns. Imagine that you're looking at three columns right now. In the first column, you're going to build out your campaign. And Google, Google is mainly search intent. We all know this buzzword. Google is just where you go specifically to search for specific things. Facebook, on the other hand, is a different type of platform. Facebook is a disruption, an attention disruption platform where you're trying to catch your customers off guard and have a good enough ad to where they click on it. So Facebook is search intent. Uh, sorry, Google is search intent. Facebook is disruption. Okay. So based on those two platforms, you can build out a campaign in each one. And so you can choose to have uh, um, campaigns for brand awareness, which basically optimizes your campaign for awareness with clicks or video views or time spent watching a video, things of that nature on Facebook. And on Google, it's showing people on display campaigns or third party display networks, which is like um, search partners like like uh, like being in, in thousands upon thousands of search party partners that Google has. So either way you build it in that first column that you just visualize is what kind of campaign you want to build. In the second campaign of both platforms, depending on whatever you want to optimize for, which is disruption of attention or search intent. Okay. The second is where you get into defining your audience, which is the legwork that you just did in step one. So it doesn't matter if you're on Facebook, doesn't matter if you're on Google. It doesn't matter if you're on Instagram, doesn't matter if you're on YouTube. You, after you figured out what you want to build a campaign for, the next thing you build out is the, the definition of your audience. So that's where you uh, target, uh, like I said, income, age, geo-targeted uh, locations, and interests. And the more detailed you can get here down to influencers that your target audience will follow, things of that nature. As detailed as you can get into the definition of your audience, the cheaper you're going to spend for conversions. Okay. Okay. So, so, and, and, and when you do that, again, I'm, I'm going back to the same thing because I know it's a big deal that we've been talking is. about is how Facebook uh, uh, and, and rules of advertising has changed completely. 
So when you're when you're doing that, you can't go off of income. You're going mainly off interest and like people they're following, or like is that how you're targeting those people? Interest, people they're following, geofenced targeted ads. So if you know you want to target a local market versus a national market, um, that comes down to uh, how well your conversions will perform as well. Um, interest, location, age, job titles, yeah, um, things like that. But okay, yeah. cool. And then, and then, so now, so now we've we've kind of gone into we 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 started developing our campaigns and, and that target our, your customer. But now you got to develop the follow up system. So so you're bringing in those clients, and this is where I think most real estate agents in general fail. Most real estate agents in general fail because they fail to follow up. They fail to have the system to follow up, and so ultimately they fail. Right. So. How are you developing, like, what kind of systems are you needing to develop or what kind of systems are, are the agents needing to develop to be able to follow up properly? Amazing question. Both you and I could go into hours on yeah. this conversation uh, <laughs> because as they say, wise man once said, the fortune's in the follow up. So, um, you know, there's a bunch of ways to do it. Um, I'll name off a few and we can just quick fire a bunch of them and we'll dive into whichever ones catch your attention. Number one is obviously email. Um, you should have an automated email sequence up to date uh, that's going out, out as, as early as three days after uh, every three days uh, to as late as once a week or, or biweekly. Um, this is important, super key to just stay top of mind, especially in the real estate industry. You guys already know deals can take six months to two years. Yeah. And and it, it will alleviate a lot of the legwork and automate the whole system if you just have things on automation. So setting up email sequences is a big game changer that every agent in the industry should be picking up on. And hopefully you do after this episode. Um, second would be you can do the exact same thing you can do with emails with SMS messages. So you can send text messages with which have a higher open rate than emails. Because as you know, it's 2022, about to be 2023, and everybody checks their phone way more than their inbox. So emails is another good one. Uh, SMS is a really good one. Um, and I'd say most importantly, speaking as a marketer, is retargeting people with Facebook and Google ads. So if you can nail in this trifecta of retargeting um, efforts, like there, nobody's going to slip through the cracks. Number one. Number two, it alleviates a lot of legwork. And number three, and most importantly, you can get your time back. So so what we're talking about, we're, we're not even touching base on their CRM yet. We're not even touching base on just straight up calling them. We're touching base on let's automate as much as possible. And the automation is coming through SMS, email, and then retargeting campaigns. Um, um, before, and I think we, uh, you know what? I think what we're going to do is we're going to have to dive into building an email campaign. I think that'd be killer for everybody on a future episode. Um, but Definitely. before we go into the hat, um, let's talk about retargeting. What is retargeting and why is retargeting important? So retargeting ties into those one of those four platforms, if not all those four platforms that we named earlier that every every customer is based on right now. So you got Facebook, you got Instagram, which are one company. You got Google, you got YouTube, which is one company. And so you can build campaigns on each of these two platforms, two businesses that will then retarget your customers after they come to your website on each of those four platforms. So by building out a campaign on Facebook and Instagram, and building out a separate campaign on Google and YouTube, whoever comes to your website will be directly shown one of your ads that you create on each of those four platforms, making you omnipresent 
on every platform. So, so I go on to, I, so, so this is that, that, oh, I talked about, uh, uh, my new iPhone and then I got iPhone ads. That's, That's exactly what, you're talking what this about. is. <laughs> you're the problem. <laughs> we got to it, you oh. know? So that's what that is. So, so, so again, I use retargeting. We obviously we work together and do this all the time. Um, and and when we retarget, it's it's brand, it's really brand awareness where they start seeing my brand over and over again to the point where they're like, oh, yeah, you're Keystone. Like I know that brand. Right? It is it is brand awareness. It is also that buzzword that we just touched base on. It's an automated follow up process. And again, the name of the game is automate as much as you can, so you can touch as many people as you can. Not like that. <laughs> and, and, and build your business with your hands off. That's the number one thing here is building your business with your hands off. Brand awareness is number one. Number two is being able to build your business and, and make an impact on people so that they remember who you are. And as, as everyone should already know, it takes seven touches before somebody converts as a lead. So broken down as simply Minimum. as possible. Exactly. Minimum. 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 Let alone the six, six months to two years that it yeah. takes to... To convert, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Yo, so so when you're when so so taking that, like, let's just go back to that really quickly. It takes seven touches minimum to even possibly get an answer, right? Statistically, statistically, eighty percent of sales are done through the. I think it's the eighth through the twelfth touch, right? So statistically, you have to hit minimum seven touches. Statistically, you're not even going to get a sale between the eighth and the twelfth touch. You're finally going to get there, right? So, so because we're automating those systems, because we're taking from from uh, 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 the ad comes in or they first come into our website from let's say Facebook, but then they go to YouTube and then they see one of our ads. That's what we're talking about, right? When we do that, when they get retargeted like that. Um, what happens next? Like, like, do they see that ad? And then what are we hoping that they do? Yeah. So, I mean, so best case scenario, best case scenario, they come to your landing page. They like what they see. They opt in. Yeah. Let's say they don't because nine, I'd say 80 to 90% of the time leads will come to your website, like what they see, but don't see enough. Okay. So then the whole bottom line is just showing them enough for them to convert. And that's what, that's what building a funnel comes down to. So, Transitioning into another topic that is a sub bonus topic is building a funnel. And so the, the formula to building a, a, a really highly converting funnel is having different campaigns at the top of the funnel than you do at the bottom of the funnel. And psychologically, there's different um, strategies at each side of the funnel. So if you guys imagine a funnel, just like a, on a funnel at the top, it's really wide and at the bottom, it's really thin. And you're trying to funnel these people down to converting into your customer. And so at the top of the funnel, people who have never heard of you, these are called your cold audience. Your cold audience is people who have never seen your ad. They've never seen your business before. They have no idea who you are. Um, that's who you have at the top of your funnel. That's your cold audience. Okay. And then as you work down your funnel, you're working down to your warm audience. Your warm audience is either people who have already converted, your current customers, or people who are just about to convert. And so there's a strategy at each stage of, these, of the funnel. There's three sides to the funnel. And, your, and the strategy differentiates between each stage. So at the top, for your cold audience, what you want to do is you want to build your brand awareness. Yeah. You want things that are going to catch their attention. So really, really quick highlight clips or, 
or nuggets of information for people who are looking to convert and or, or buy a home soon or sell their home soon. Trying to stay top of mind as easy as possible. Trying to stay top of mind and trying to hook them in. Okay. People who have never heard of you before, you want to hook them in. Hook them and reel them. Yep. And then as they move down your funnel, you're trying to reel them closer to opting in. Ah, uh, okay. So on the middle of the stage, you're trying to find a way to build trust. So just to reiterate, top of the stage, you're trying to catch their attention. That's how you catch a cold audience's attention. Yeah. Middle of the stage, you're trying to build their trust. That's how you get them moving down the funnel. So giving them extra tips on how to sell their home for more or 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 tips on how to uh, shorten the time it takes to buy a home. Yeah. Things like that. Things like that. Um, so this is what I always tell. I, I always tell my, my agents. I always tell everybody I talk to. It's it's like three steps. And this is basically what we're talking about. Right. Is is create or, or create rapport is the first one. Right. It's that that trust that you were talking about creating the brand. Right. So create rapport, create value. And then the third step is close. Exactly. Like, like I tell everybody that three steps to accomplish anything, create rapport, create value, and then close. It's a funnel. And that's what you're talking about. It's a funnel. Killer. Well, dude, I, I freaking love that we were able to do this today. Again, I want to keep it short. I want to keep it around 15, 16 minutes. Um, I can't wait to have you on next week as well. Um, and where, where can people find you? All right, guys. Uh, you guys can find me at at Donnie Doquisa. That's at D O N N Y D O Q U I S A on Instagram, on Facebook, um, and the Hot Pot Marketing, the Hot Pot Agency is our marketing agency where we help realtors specifically uh, grow their brand and business on Facebook, Instagram, Google, and YouTube. So, Dude, freaking love that you're on. I love that we've committed to this series. And I can't wait to continue to crush it and share as much value as possible. Thanks for coming on, man. Good to be here, man. Thanks a lot.